Welcome to the Become New Podcast with John Ortberg, where you'll find 10-minute teachings Monday through Friday to help you grow spiritually one day at a time. For more resources, check out our website, becomenew.com. There you can sign up for the emails that go along with each video, as well as access our entire library of over 400 videos covering a variety of topics about spiritual life and growth. If you need prayer, please let us know by texting your request to 855-888-0444. We'd love to pray for you. Now, here's John. I want to invite you right now to think about some area in your life where you really want wisdom. You need to know, how do I make this decision well? Maybe it's, uh, how do I handle finances well when there's a particular need? Or what do I do with this friend where I'm concerned about our relationship or a child where I'm afraid that they might be going on the wrong path or I might not be doing the right thing or how do I change this habit in my own life? And then you're tempted to get frustrated or anxious because of a lack of wisdom. And today we're going to bring that together to God. And here's the second thought that I want you to have when you're tempted to be frustrated because you feel like you're not wise enough. This is from Dallas Willard. Jesus was a really smart guy. We often don't think about him in that way. We often think about him in terms that are talked about uh, in churches often, that Jesus was divine or was the Son of God or was the Savior, but he wasn't just that. We're taking a look at uh, ways that uh, it's been really helpful to think about life and God from Dallas Willard. He said one time he was at a conference and somebody came up to him and asked him, what's the human issue, irrespective of church life or religion, that Jesus came to answer? The answer is Jesus came to respond to the universal human need to know how to live well. He came to show us how, through reliance on him, through reliance on him, we can best live in the universe as it actually is. That's the reason why he came. And he knows. And it's very important that somebody knows about that. We live in a world where uh, folks claim lots of knowledge, particular in areas of the sciences. But if you ask, where can I go? What program can I enroll in where I can know how to live well? That's a tricky question. I mentioned recently my friend Chuck was visiting with me, and so I apprenticed myself to him on doing home repairs. And one of the striking aspects about that is Chuck just knows. That's why I was willing to be his apprentice. There's a toilet paper roll that was like loose and I didn't know what to do with it. And he looked at these screws and he said, these are set screws. I didn't even know that there was such a thing. And then he said that inside the plaster where I couldn't even see them, apparently were something called molly bolts. I never knew that there was a bolt called molly and that if you adjust it in a certain way, it will like magically open up and Um, buttress itself against the wall. And it did. It worked. Now, here's the thing. If you're going to let somebody loose on your house, they got to know what that we demand knowledge. You would not, Dallas would sometimes say, take your car to an auto repair shop that said, we're really lucky when it comes to repairing cars. You would not go in for a brain surgery uh, with a brain surgeon whose motto was, you know, I'm pretty darn fortunate when it comes to operating on people's brains. We want people who know. And what we really need is somebody who knows about life. That's who we will apprentice ourselves to. And that is Jesus. So when you think about some area right now today where you need wisdom, begin to reflect on 
How did Jesus teach about this? What would it look like for me to take some wisdom from Jesus and actually do that in my life? And I want to read for you uh, one of my favorite passages from Dallas Willard. This is from The Divine Conspiracy, uh, page 94. Our commitment to Jesus can stand on no other foundation than a recognition that he is the one who knows the truth about our lives and our universe. It is not possible to trust Jesus or anyone else in matters where we do not believe him to be competent. We cannot pray for his help and rely on his collaboration in dealing with real-life matters we suspect might defeat his knowledge or abilities. And can we seriously imagine that Jesus could be Lord if he were not smart? If he were divine, would he be dumb or uninformed? Once you stop to think about it, how could he be what we take him to be in all other respects and not be the best informed, most intelligent person of all the smartest person who ever lived? So now I want you to think about Jesus in this way. Not simply as somebody who was other than us, not just divine, not just the Savior, but a really, really smart guy. The way that you would look up to somebody who was really smart when it comes to how to manage your money or how to approach life as a parent, how to deal with anxiety. At the literally mundane level, Jesus knew how to transform the molecular structure of water to make it wine. That knowledge also allowed him to take a few pieces of bread and some little fish and feed thousands of people. He could create matter from the energy he knew how to access from the heavens right where he was. It cannot be surprising that the feeding of the thousands led crowds to try to force him to become their king. Surely one who could play on the energy matter equation could do that anything. Turn gravel into gold and pay off the national debt. Do you think he could get elected president or prime minister today? I think he could. Jesus was a smart guy. He knew how to transform the tissues of the human body from sickness to health and from death to life. He knew how to suspend gravity, interrupt weather patterns, eliminate unfruitful trees without saw or axe. He only needed a word. Surely he must be amused at what Nobel Prizes are awarded for today. In the ethical domain, he brought an understanding of life that has influenced world thought more than any other. And he did not do this by accident. This is a matter of historical fact. One of the greatest testimonies to his intelligence is surely that he knew how to enter physical death, actually to die, and then live on beyond death. He seized death by the throat and defeated it. Forget cryonics. Death was not something others imposed on him. He explained to his followers at the moment of crisis, he could at any time call for 72,000 angels to do whatever he wanted. A mid-sized angel or two would surely have been enough to take care of those who thought they were capturing and killing him. He plainly said, nobody takes my life. I give it up by choice. I am in position to lay it down and I am in position to resume it. My father and I have worked all this out. John chapter 10, verse 18. All these things show Jesus' cognitive and practical mastery of every phase of reality, physical, moral, spiritual. He is master only because he is maestro. Jesus is Lord can mean little in practice for anyone who has to hesitate before saying, Jesus is smart. He is not just nice. He is brilliant. 
He is the smartest man who ever lived. He is even now supervising the entire course of world history while simultaneously preparing the rest of the universe for our role in it. He always has the best information on everything, and certainly also on the things that matter most in human life. So now, where do you need wisdom? Take a moment and bring that to Jesus. I think of somebody who has just made a move and is living in all the flux and uncertainty and struggles with anxiety. Folks that work with anxiety say that uh, uncertainty for an anxious person is like throwing gasoline on a fire. And now Jesus comes and says, you do not need to worry because the God who feeds sparrows and clothes the lilies is watching over you. A parent sees a trend in their child and they're deeply anxious about that. And then Jesus comes along to teach us and says, I am the good shepherd and reminds us that even though we are our children's parents, we are not their shepherd. They have a shepherd and we can put them with confidence in his hand. He understands how money works. He understands how nations work. He understands the value of what it is. He created time and we don't have to be in a rush in the midst of it. So today, as you walk through life, look for those moments when you're not sure what to do, when you face uncertainty. And instead of simply being anxious or frustrated, the invitation today is have a second thought. Bring it to the smartest man who ever lived. Ask for help. Reflect on what it is that he taught. If you haven't looked at that for a while, become a student again of the teachings of Jesus in the gospel and the writings of the friends who had studied under him. And actually try to do what it is that he said, because that's the way above all that we learned that he really did know what he was talking about. The second thought for today, when I need wisdom, Jesus is a really smart guy. Second thoughts.